songs in my day days Ignite your creative phase Tips and tricks to show you how Well, hello, 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 and welcome to this, the first, well, my first, 5090 podcast. My name is Kahiwa, also known as Kiwa Fruit, and it is my absolute pleasure to bring you a roundup of the latest and greatest from the 5090 community. What is 5090, you might be asking? Well, it's an international songwriting challenge with the aim of writing 50 songs, and there's a fairly loose definition of what constitutes a song, in the 90 days between the 4th of July and the 30th of September. To help you out with inspiration and support, the challenge is hosted on the 5090 website where there is a fantastic community waiting to share not only their songs, but also tips and tricks, laughs and tears, and anything and everything else that might happen along the way. So to start us off today, here is one of my favourite songs from the very beginning of the challenge, Notes to a Shed Thief by Orinoco. Ooh. 
So Orinoco's profile tells us that he's from Cambridge in the UK and I can vouch for the fact that he also makes fantastic music outside of 5090. Definitely have a look at his profile to find the links to his other music. So the story behind that song, which was number 6730, Notes to a Shed Thief, is an interesting one, which he outlines in the liner notes. So what started out as an experiment in time signature, something that I have on my to-do list before the end, ended up being a really quirky and humorous tale of an idiot thief. So some of the things I like about this song are the harmonies, especially uh, given that it's a cappella, so without any instrumental backing or other than voice, and the fact that as a listener you don't really notice the time signature changes. The song just seems to flow really nicely. Another song that flows nicely is aka The Lava Lamp Experience, which is a collaboration between Tom S and CTS.
Although if you enjoyed that as much as I did the first time I heard it, and pretty much every time after that. So that was song number 7483. Now in the notes, uh, Tom S said that it seemed like a waste not to post this, but it just sounded silly when I tried to sing something on it. Sure would like a singer-type person to help. And I think you'll agree that they did an awesome job and that it is a fun and funky song. It's a classic example of what I think makes 5090 such a great idea. Collaborations like this take what was already a good instrumental on its own merit and turn it into a great song. And it also allows you to go in different directions than you might otherwise. So speaking of different directions, as I said at the beginning, this is my first podcast. And with that, here is the first segment. Weekly Challenges Well, we're currently in week five, and this week's challenge is food. So write a song about food, or simply use food as an inspiration. For example, the Savoy Truffle by the Beatles, Heinz Baked Beans by the Who, or Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones, which was suggested by Nancy Rost. Now, the first song from this week's challenge I wanted to share is How to Make Paella uh, by Blind Kiwi, except there isn't a demo, so someone will have to get in touch with him and make that happen, please. But instead, here is Satan's Sandwich by Mike Sclear, number 9553. Take some deviled eggs in a cup of brimstone, the eye of newt, and a bag of old bones. Add a drop of sweat from the Nixon library, a dose of hatred from the tea party, stirred by some neocon with a nervous twitch. Mix them up, you get a Satan sandwich. Jay's glove and Donald Trump's hair, Dick Cheney's heart and Mitt Romney's underwear, stir in some homophobia and fear of other cultures, give it to Fox News and the rest of the vultures, stir it in the hat of the wicked witch, it's hell on earth, it's a Satan sandwich. Two drops of hair dye from Ronald Reagan While chanting the numbers of Ty Cobb's home runs Take a tweak from the burning bush on George Bush's ranch Add some hair from John Bolton's mustache Stir it in the hat of the wicked witch Abracadabra, it's the Satan sandwich to hell, guaranteed to scratch any selfish itch, it'll steal your soul, that Satan sandwich, Satan sandwich, 
and it's a great concept so which Mike says comes from a congressman referring to the proposed bipartisan compromise to fix the United States debt limit problem as a statin sandwich I don't know about you but living in Australia I feel quite worldly that I know some of the references he makes unfortunately Mike has said that he is keen to be interviewed for a later podcast so keep an ear out for that now, it wouldn't be me, which is completely clucky and susceptible to younglings, if I didn't share this gem from Isaac, which is fruit snacks featuring mandolin and one very, very cute five-year-old. Here we go. Fruit snacks, fruit snacks, fruit snacks. Fruit snacks, fruit snacks. Now, because I started this podcast a little late into 5090, there are a few challenges that we missed at the beginning, so I'll be going back through the initial weekly challenges to find any other gems to be shared. And I won't be able to share everything, so do remember to use the tag hash week 5 to search for songs from this week challenge or any other week just by changing the number. Now, back in week 1, the challenge topic was phobia. A noun, which means a persistent irrational fear of a specific object, activity, or situation that leads to a compelling desire to avoid it. Now, there were a number of great songs for the first week's challenge, but I've picked just a few that I really liked. The first is People Looking at Me by number six, which is song number 
I really love the bass line that runs through that song, and the vocals are really entertaining. I just hope he comes back to make a few more songs. Now, someone who makes a lot of songs and really good songs is Expendable Friend. She's one of the people whose songs I've been listening to since form earlier this year. Now, her take on the Phobia Challenge was about alien abduction. Now, this is A Hundred Years, A Thousand Lights, song number 7346. Now, to counterbalance all that doom and gloom, another of my favourites was Triskaidekaphobiac by Stephen Wordsmith, which is song number 7179. Now, unfortunately, there's no demo for this song, but this is the chorus. 
Oh, bloomin' ick, I do suspect I'm triskaidekaphobiac, a nervous wreck, bedecked with sweat, and broke down like a Pontiac. My friend, you bet I'll get upset, and I cannot deny it that when faced with thirteen face to face, I'm face down dead, just face the facts. Now, the rest of the song is quite funny, um, so I do hope that someone will work with Stephen to make that into a live song complete with instruments and music. Um, but in the meantime, those were the songs from Week One Challenge Phobia. Now, as I mentioned at the top of today's show, 5090 is built around a great online community that provides a lot of support. So on the 5090 website, you can comment on songs, uh, provide feedback or just warm fuzzies. You can post on a person's soundboard to leave them messages or kickstart a collaboration. And you can also participate in the forums. So the forum that caught my attention this week was started by Ultraviolet Eye Jeff and is three things you've learned that helped your songwriting evolve. So one of the reasons I've liked this forum is that for me it embodies part of what 5090 is, an opportunity to experiment and evolve. So there's some interesting discussion starting there and I hope that more people go to it to contribute. Let's talk about feedback and thinking of your audience when you're writing a song. One statement that I agree with completely is that you never know which songs people will like. One of my songs from Form, Red Love, was a spur-of-the-moment collaboration with Esther Corsi. I read her lyrics, came up with a melody which I offered to her as a version of the song. I didn't realise then that it would be one of the most popular songs I've written in the last year, or that those high notes just past my chest voice would come back to bite me. Now, I can't decide whether I need to be extra warmed up to sing it well or completely fresh. Out of all of the songs on my SoundCloud profile, that's the song that a friend chose to feature on his radio show podcast, Gay Savvy. Go figure. Something that I've learned is to let go and give it a go. So melodies and lines pop into my head all the time. And initially I would think, yeah, that doesn't sound so good. But now I find that I'll capture it and I'll leave it to ferment. Sometimes they turn out to be fully-fledged songs, and other times they don't. But I wouldn't have those other songs if I didn't give them all the chance in the first place. Now, related to the idea of giving it a go, especially during 5090, I've learned to be inspired, or basically, not worrying about copying. If I hear an interesting riff or progression, a melody line, a lyric rhythm, etc., I'll allow myself the opportunity to explore what I can do with that. So I do my best to really evolve whatever the initial inspiration was, but in the end, everything's built on something else, isn't it? Another thing that has affected my songwriting is technology. That's not something I've learned per se, but I am constantly learning new ways to use it, which has caused my songwriting to evolve. Now, this is not a plug for any specific product, brand or company, but since I got my iPhone 4, it has changed the way I approach songwriting. I have a reasonable microphone at hand, always. I have a multi-track app that allows me to record all the harmonies and parts I hear in my head, which I can then export or share straight away to, say, my SoundCloud page. I use Evernote to capture every single thought, <laughs> and the fact that it syncs between my phone, desktop, and online means I can write anywhere, anytime, and I can add those stimulus photos or snippets of audio to the note. 
Well, those are my ideas. Are there three things that have helped your songwriting evolve? Head on over to the forums and be a part of the conversation. And we'll see what happens in the next week or so. But for now, I think that's enough talk. Let's get back to some songs. So these are a couple of recent favourites of mine, uh, starting with Dom by Airbag Tester. I don't know what it is about that song, but it just makes me want to move and sing along with some nonsensical lyrics. He is one talented young man, don't you think? 
Another standout talent is Helen Austin. So I'll confess that part of the reason I like her is that she plays a ukulele, which if you visit my profile, you'll see is my instrument of choice. But she has really an amazing voice and her harmonies are just captivating. So this song is Tell the World, number 8855. like the simplicity of the sound of that song, especially the banjo lately. I want one of those so badly. Uh, and her harmonies are just stunning and help to build the tension. There's another forum discussion at the moment about harmony vocals and how everyone goes about creating them. And I'm hoping to talk about that uh, maybe next week. But in the meantime, it's time for the last segment. Interview, interview, interview. Well, in this, the last segment of the show, I'm going to interview different people from 59 who have registered their interest. But because this is the first one, I haven't had time to organise anyone, so I'm going to start with myself. Hi, my name is Kahiwa. I live in Brisbane, Australia, but I'm originally from Wellington in New Zealand. 
Uh, if I were to describe my musical background in one word, it would be melodic. I'm Māori and a big part of the Māori culture is singing and music, so I've always been around music. When other kids had to listen to nursery rhymes in the car, my mother played the divas like Katie Lang, Celine Dion and Aretha Franklin, or we listened to soundtracks from musicals. I sang in choirs all through high school, both chorale and barbershop. I played piano from the age of seven, dabbled at the guitar, and then I picked up the ukulele a few years ago and I haven't looked back. I think my music in general is simple and melodic. I don't have the skills or knowledge or stuff to build very ornate songs, uh, which is one of the things I love about collaborating on 5090. Also, because I sing all the time, seriously, the melody of a song is really important to me. So I have to be able to sing it by myself, unaccompanied, for it to really stick with me. Normally when I write a song, it'll be that a chord progression will evolve out of playing around on my uke. I'll hum a melody along with it, and somehow that will bring about a couple of words and I'll go from there. I'm trying to change the way that I write though, to keep it fresh and try for new things. I like to use the lyrics from people in 5090 and uh, challenge myself to turn them into a song. As I write more music, I find myself more and more interested in what other people are doing from a wide variety of genres. I've always been quite eclectic in the music that I like and listen to, um, but now I'm actively listening and analysing songs that I hear on the radio, trying to identify the singular things that I like. I think the best part of making music is having something at the end of it. There's a real sense of accomplishment when you've created something brand new that the world hasn't seen before. I like it when people have an emotional connection to my songs. I'm a bit of a method writer, I suppose. I have to feel what I'm writing, or it doesn't make sense and it's really difficult to flow. So I'm going to finish today with two of my songs, seeing as it's my show, and uh, they're two of my favourites, especially because of that emotional connection to them and uh, that others have mentioned it brings out in them. So first up is In My Mind, which is dedicated to my husband's late grandmother, Betty.
Rounding off the program today, I'd like to finish with a love song that's a rationally romantic song about being fully aware of being in the honeymoon phase of a relationship. This is Love Like This, featuring bass by Airbag Tester. Separate hands connect and ground 
That's all we have for today. If you'd like to be considered for the podcast, there are a couple of different ways you can catch my attention. Do make sure your songs are playable on the jukebox and sign your name on the forum thread to give your permission to play some or all of your songs on an internet radio slash podcast. Listening to episode one of the 5090 podcast show, my name is Kahiwa. Find me on 5090 or Twitter as KiwaFruit. Thank you very much for listening. Do songs in 90 days Ignite your creative phase Tips and tricks to show